0: The following podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at gunnageek.com. And now get ready, because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1.
1: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris.
0: ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. okay So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth?
1: There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Adahe.
2: And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick.
1: As they are joined each week with a guest house. Raging erections.
0: Yeah. MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm um, I'm happy. Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game.
1: Making the supergroup known as all things good and naughty. Welcome to our madness.
0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode (laughs) 60 of All Things Good Nerdy, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. Had to get that plug in there real early for everyone listening. At GunnaGeek.com. At GunnaGeek.com slash network, you can find all of our fellow podcast friends. Just a reminder, we just started up that network a couple weeks ago. You can find other shows like The Legend Stream and all their various things, and The Walking Dead fan show, WTWD Radio Free Woodbury. Don't worry, there's something there for all your tastes. But, since I'm done plugging to start the show... And tabletop I'll, Bebop. Well, that's part of this right now. <laughs>
1: Shut up. Still Tabletop Bebop.
0: <laughs> but, let, let's kick off the show. I'm Chris. Joining me today, we've got our regular host. We've got Naki. Yo. we got the Atahe.
2: Mm, hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: And our special guest this week, we've got Sean, aka the Potato Waste, with a three, not an E. Morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Evidently the chat room is seeing us plugging right now because Steven just wrote <laughs> Woot Woot in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so how's, how's everyone plug, going? Plug, it's been plug, a while plug. since we all been on. Like a week. I
3: was gonna say. Fantabulous.
1: Didn't I talk to you people like yesterday? <laughs>
3: No, no. <laughs> Shut up. Me it feels like
1: yes. yesterday. Yes, I, I was gonna say I talked to Sean yesterday. Maybe I like Sean more than you two.
0: We know it's okay. Most people like other people more than me.
2: I'm used to it. kind of it. a mutual feeling. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> We're all very close friends here, and all things good and nerdy. <laughs>
2: That's right. It's all things good and nerdy. Well, where, where fuck you is a term of endearment that is true that was the catchphrase
0: for a long time
2: for those that are listening to this for the first time please be
0: aware there are many explicit words used in here lots of use of the word fuck "fuck," and dick butts fuck fuck mother mother fuck, fuck. No, fuck. <laughs> as the chat room is catching up with what we've been saying Steven's been talking about the network he goes we don't have porn yet we're working on it let's just say it involved Chris and onion and a shovel I wish I knew what he was talking about because now I'm scared I just I,
3: linked to some porn.
0: I'm actually... Uh, um, <laughs> now we've I'm got more porn. curious now. <laughs> what about the onion and the shovel? Yeah. I don't understand it.
1: I mean, I know Steven's behind you right now.
0: Oh, damn, that's not porn. He's actually rubbing my shoulders right now. You just can't see it. That's why I'm kind of slouching in my chair a little bit. <laughs> see, I thought he was going to be licking the back of your head. No, nobody took the Photoshop challenge. I was waiting, eagerly awaiting for someone to take the Photoshop challenge. What's the Photoshop challenge? The Photoshop challenge last week. It was someone was to Photoshop whose face was it? I can't remember. Someone's face was supposed to be licking my head. Stevens. Was it Stevens? I can't remember. I thought so. We didn't have a good screenshot of him, but yeah, I, I even turned off my lower third and gave a great view for people to Photoshop from. I thought it was no.
2: just Photoshop. Anyone licking your head. Like, they could have put Spawn licking your head. It would have been pretty funny. <laughs> or Deadpool. Oh, that's true. Or Headpool. I, think, I mean, any one of them. I think they're Bob, all Agent of Hydra. Yeah, Bob of.
0: Yeah. I like this plan. So, the Photoshop challenge is still live, guys. Feel free to uh, join in with it. I'm surprised Anthony Bachman isn't all over that. I know, I'm surprised too. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. We'll give the winner something cool. Maybe, because we're kind of cheap.
1: I was gonna say I can I can get stuff to send (laughs) if you want want me to.
2: Soldier token from Magic: The Gathering. That's what you get Um, if you
0: win the Photoshop challenge.
1: I have Doctor Who books, like actual novels, not
0: comics. Ooh, fancy, fancy. Which Doctor is it?
1: It is the eleventh Doctor. So. Yeah, I can that's tell Matt how Smith. much I give
0: a shit about that. Yeah, yeah. that's Matt Smith. See, I'm, I don't really care about Doctor Who because I haven't watched any of it yet. Oh, you world could world. watch
1: 9 and 10.
0: Meh. or I could just keep watching other stuff.
1: 9 and 10 is just good. saying.
0: This is an exciting start of the show we've done this week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of energy oh. today. <laughs> so for those of you guys we put asleep, our apologies, but I think we're going to roll in. We're going to do our news of the week. Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Yay! Who'd like to go first? Any takers?
3: I
1: vote Sean because he has like ten pieces of news.
0: No, no, no. I'll, I'll just do one. Um, <laughs> we can do all the other ones after the news of the week segments, no problem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with my comics. Sweet. I like comics. You like comics. Um, it came about that the creators or the team that's working on Savage Wolverine.
0: Okay. That's Frank uh, Cho and Joe Mad. Mm-hmm. They
3: are um, leaving to be replaced by Jock, who hmm. is the uh, the cat behind i guess the uh, the covers of the recent Wolverine Max okay and you may have those would look really cool too yeah they're pretty dope them and uh, the end of detective i think he was doing the uh, the, the backup stories on that okay before before the uh, new 52 so that like i've got showing up right there so I mean, if you're, a lot of people really weren't happy with, <laughs> with the way Savage Wolverine was looking.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: this is going to be, I think it's his first time writing it. But I mean, okay. the way the way that these images are looking, man, it's going to be a big turnaround because it's now I think it's supposed to be set thousand years into the future on an alien planet. Ooh, wow, that could be cool. Yeah, I was gonna exactly. Say
1: the, the I read the Sav- Savage Wolverine and. It was. I didn't like it. I was only reading it because I like Frank Cho.
0: Yeah, that's and, the only reason I picked it up too, is I like Frank Cho, and he's got a new project we can talk about too. Well, yes. Yeah, know. Frank Cho's getting a new untitled X Men project at some point. The only teaser he's put out is he drew some teaser art of Emma Frost, which I'll pull up on screen nice. in one sec here. Because my internet is fighting me. Sorry, guys. No internet for you. Yeah, I'm just wondering when they're gonna when they're gonna switch teams. I don't know, but this is a. Oh, sorry, there's a higher res version of it. I should just pull up.
1: Um, it actually is switching with
0: issue six. Yeah, this it's is. This only is one the, more issue. This is the teaser art Frank Cho put out for an untitled X Men project. All we know is it's going to involve the White Queen in some way, shape, or form, I assume. Uh,
1: it's titties.
0: It's Frank Cho, though. That's how he always draws, let's be honest. Yeah, I
1: know. Is that
0: Angel below in there? Below it looks there? like Angel below there, yeah. And maybe even Beast's face in the corner. I'll pull it back up.
2: Because yeah, it looks like
0: that might be Beast, but I'm not sure. Oh, With yeah.
2: Taskmaster
0: next to... I don't know. That doesn't look quite like Taskmaster, because there's no hood pulled up, but maybe it's yeah. Taskmaster without the hood. I don't know. Hmm. It'll be interesting. I like Frank Cho's work normally, so I'll check it out. Like, I yeah, loved yeah. his run on Mighty Avengers back post-Civil War.
3: I like Liberty Meadows. Looking at that, it, does, it doesn't look like he was given it his all on Savage Wolverine then.
0: It doesn't. <laughs> He'll also be working with Brian Michael Bendis in September's book called X Men Battle of the Atom Number One. So it looks like he's going to be doing a couple different X Men projects now. Yeah,
2: Battle of the Atom yeah. is supposed to contain Deadpool. Just throwing that out there. See, but Deadpool's not a real mutant, though. I
0: was gonna say, he's Shut like your face! He's,
2: he's, not. See, he's part of
0: Weapon X. He's part of Weapon X, but he's a normal human that they gave a messed up version of Wolverine's Healing Factor too, medically somehow that messed with the cancer in him and that's why he's so disfigured. But he's not a mutant.
1: No. I mean, that's as close to a mutant as he's going to get, I guess. He's no
0: X-23. <laughs> no, he's not X-23. <laughs> Since Sean brought up a comic news story, I'll go next, and mine's in the digital arena, is that many people who've been buying like comics digitally have realized that currently DC, after a month, dropped their digital comic prices by a dollar. Well, DC is going to be changing their digital comic pricing policy. Instead of waiting one month for the dollar price drop, you now have to wait two months for the dollar price drop.
1: I guess that kind of makes sense, like, business-wise, but as a consumer, that sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: if you're going to wait one month for a price drop, why wouldn't you just wait two months? It doesn't
0: seem... I think they might see a temporary drop off in sales because I bet there are a good deal of people that wait that one month for the price drop and then buy then so now you're going to have people waiting two months so they might have a temporary dip for a month this is me just guessing, I have no numbers to back it up but I mean it's not that strange because Marvel is really weird how they do their price drops digitally and then God knows what some of the other publishers do
3: Yeah, now, when, so, the, when they do the same-day release, is it the uh, the same as the printed cover price?
0: It's the same as the printed cover price. Okay. Only when you buy digitally, technically, you don't get charged... No, you do get charged tax through the app store, at least. Excuse me. Um, I, I mix-match but- how I buy some of mine. I buy some digitally and some physical. But-
1: isn't it, though, with digital, when you when you quote-unquote buy it, isn't it really just more of a rental? Because if they decide that they're going to take it down, then... Can't, it won't be in your archives anymore.
0: If it's downloaded, or if it's downloaded to your box, it would still be there, but you wouldn't be able to re-download it again if they did it. So technically, yes, you're licensing a copy of it for as long as they have it. But at the same time, the bulk of what I buy digitally is either those digital exclusives each week, or I buy like dirt cheap stuff during the sales when they do ninety nine cent stuff because like that's how I get caught up on a bunch of stuff. They did a bunch of ninety nine cent IDW Star Treks on sale before the movie came out, so I bought a bunch of those. And fanboys versus zombies. That's how I got caught up on that too. I heard those Star Trek ones are not good. How much does the uh, the price drop? It varies, really. Um, for the most part, there's about a dollar to two dollar price drop after a month or two with most things. And the best way I do comicsology is just when they do their sales because they'll take stuff and put it down to ninety nine cents a book, or they'll mark trade paperbacks down like fifty percent off. Because that's how I also get caught up on Walking Dead. Mm. Is it was cheaper for me to go and buy the digital trades than it was to actually go buy the physical trades anywhere?
3: So then, what's the point of buying the fucking combo packs that they put up?
0: I don't know, honestly. I mean, because Marvel does them. Dark Horse was doing them with Star Wars, but I think with Star Wars Five, they stopped combining digital with it. Well,
3: Marvel just hands the digital code out for free, whereas with, yeah, with a DC lot of them goes and buck up.
0: Yeah, I think it might be more geared towards the collector because then you can take your book and put it directly in a bag and board if you want and never have to touch it. Because mm-hmm. I know with some of my Marvel books, that's what I'll do is I'll just redeem the digital code and then just bag and board it. Now, See, do, we do don't the, even uh, sell the, the, the digital copies. Sorry, what was that, Naki? I
1: was going to say, we don't even sell the
0: the DC combo packs unless somebody specifically asks. Uh, my local store doesn't have them very often either.
3: Yeah, I think mine just pretty much does the Batman.
0: Yeah. I mean, Marvel, they put the digital one in there for free with a bunch of their $3.99 books, but not necessarily all of them. Like, for instance, Fantastic Four doesn't have it, but all your Avengers books will have the digital digital redemption code, things like that. All the mega crossovers do. And I did find out from my local store that if you buy one of those uh, Marvel books from your local store that has a digital redemption code, they get a cut of it when you redeem the digital copy, if they're signed up for that program with Marvel.
3: Oh, so is that so is that why everyone on Twitter that hands some notes says the credit an LCS?
0: Yeah. That, that's why I, I had a stack of comics I hadn't redeemed the digital codes on, and I redeemed them and put them in for my local store, and I think I did something like 200 books, 250 books over the past year, and I think my buddy said they get anywhere from 15 to 25 cents a redemption code. But supposedly the rules are changing on that. I don't know. I think it's very interesting to see how the digital market continues to evolve, though.
3: You know, I like the fact nope. that mythology is letting indies or anyone put up stuff on there.
0: But no. And the Kindle store is doing the same thing. They're setting up things for creator content on there for comics as well. Oh, really? Yep. They have a, they have a toolkit they've put out for how to publish your own books on the Kindle marketplace. Good to know. Which is very interesting. Now, Stephen brings up a point in the uh, chat room. He Stephen, goes,
1: Stephen. Oh, I was going to say, Stephen just said in the chat room uh, they totally realized how many people adopted digital and had to make the stores happy and it's not
0: wrong. I don't know. I think this is more they're trying to get a little more bang for their buck because there's a lot of people that buy later or buy based off of word of mouth when people have read it. So they get a little more with that extra dollar in there. Cuz I'm not I'm not sure how books. I'm not sure how this helps the the retail the physical retailers by raising the digital price for a month extra or keeping it raised for a month extra.
3: Well,
1: it could in the sense that it's a, It's instant gratification if they go to their local shop and are able to pick it up, you know, at the regular price and have a physical copy.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Instant gratification as opposed to you know
0: See digital for me is the instant gratification because I'm like, Oh, I'll just buy it. A lot
1: of a lot that who I've talked to though like to hold on to a physical book. Yeah.
0: There's nothing wrong with that either.
1: That's my preference.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm at my LCS at 11 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. That's my instant gratification.
0: (laughs) See, that works. I don't go, but every two weeks or so to my local store. And I generally go on like a Saturday, so I can go play games or something like that. Or Thursday nights.
1: I'm there. I'm there every day except Thursday and Sunday.
0: That's because it's your job, yo.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Hey, what would you have for us for News of the Week this week?
2: Uh, I've been piecing around and l- looking for E3 information all week since its uh, I won't get to watch it live, so I'm trying to pick up what I can and w- watch what I want later. So I've looked th- for game announcements, and just some ones i found that have been uh, announced that actually look pretty good. Um, some of them I questioned a bit, like uh, Borderlands 3. Seems a little quick to announce Borderlands 3 to me, but a lot of people are asking for it. Because isn't there more DLC to come out for Borderlands 2 still? Yep, yeah. Tiny Tina. I thought so. Um, of course, before the show, we were talking about the Horror of the Orient game made by the guy who made L.A. Noir. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I want to play it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Batman Arkham 3 is going to be announced as well. Deus Ex, Human Revolution, Part Dose. That's when you say Dose. Dose. Um, well, we already knew about uh, Arkham, Arkham Origins. 3. Yeah. 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 Uh, Wolfenstein the New Order uh, looks really good but that's about it Uh, Fall, the big one that just got announced recently is Fallout 4 has been confirmed oh wow, yeah there's going to be a lot of people that are excited for that one I knew there's one I wanted to mention,
0: couldn't remember (laughs) I'm not a big Fallout fan but I I know a lot of people that love it
1: my brother is obsessed I went downstairs the other day and he was talking to an evil toaster Cylon? no, it was an actual toaster
2: They're just going to be announcing the expansion for Diablo 3, but I don't think anyone really cares. Now, the question I'll have on that, if they're doing an expansion for
0: Diablo 3, is when do the
2: consoles get it? Because it was
0: announced that PS3 and 360 were getting Diablo 3.
2: Yeah, I don't think anyone cares. Yeah, I
0: don't think so either, but (laughs) I'm just kind of curious to see if they'll ever get it.
2: Something that surprised me that's not on this list, because I've been hearing a lot about it, is there's nothing about Sims 4. Um, hmm. I, I think I'm kind of wondering if they're kind of t- trying to hide right now that they, that because of the whole Sim City fiasco, because of the debacle there, or
0: maybe there's some issue with the development of it.
2: Because you would think they'd
0: have another Sims game coming out because that's a money factory. <laughs> well, up until SimCity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people pissed off with SimCity. SimCity was horrible. I never I played thought it. it. Would...
1: I, d- I thought it was just the, the issue with the, the whole DRM thing that made Sin City horrible, but the actual game was fine.
2: It no, was no, a smaller was world. Awful.
0: Yeah, Adahe probably knows a little more about it than I do, but from what um, I understand, they yeah, did some a, design decisions. You're
2: limited to two square kilometers. Do you know how small fucking two square kilometers is? That that awful. was awful. Wasn't that because they wanted to try and make it so you do like the you trades ha- with other people? And, and you ha- like and try to force you to play with other people, and it doesn't just, no. Fuck other people. They suck at the game. We love other people here on All
0: Things Good Nerdy no, because they're fuck the ones
2: them. that watch our show. And fuck them, too.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, that's, that's going
2: to do great things
0: for our viewership that's right gonna there. That's going to come back and bite us in the ass, isn't it? Oh, God. Um, the, the views expressed by the Adahay are limited to only himself and not those of All Things Good Nerdy or the rest of the gonna Geek Podcast Network or the other co-host here on All Things Good Nerdy. <laughs> Please send uh, your hate mail to at the Adahay on Twitter. <laughs>
1: Uh, Stephen it... has just posted a floating head licking Chris.
0: On the, uh... <laughs> there we go. We have a winner of the Photoshop challenge.
2: Oh, you mean the one person who made an entry?
0: <laughs> yes,
1: Stephen has made an entry. There you go. Everyone <laughs> watching live. That's what she said.
0: Yeah, that was kind of funny. Ad <laughs> <laughs> Hay's got it up too. You all sexy. I'm sexy, and I know it. sorry <laughs>
1: I, please please make that the official uh, picture for the uh, Chris Farrell Farrell whatever uh, fan page that's on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I know there that, is a fan page. We don't I think need that's that page. awesome.
0: It makes me feel awkward.
1: No, that page is great.
0: I'm gonna make one for you then, Naki
1: What is it gonna be? Absolutely nothing.
0: I don't know yet, but I'll come up with something, because I can be occasionally smart.
1: Ugh. I don't have a fan base. You're crazy. We had
2: that one guy who wanted to masturbate to you. Ah. Yeah, that's right. We got your Twitch fan. We'll make sure he's he runs the Facebook group.
0: And, hey, your job is to find out who that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he knows who it is, doesn't he? I
2: oh, do God. Not. Sadly, I do not. Comment in the chat gonna... room from Anthony. He goes, other
0: people, of Hay will cut you. <laughs> I think he will.
1: I'm going to hide now. Will. I'm going to hide forever. Got,
0: well, before you hide, why don't you let us know what you got for News of the Week this week.
1: Um. Okay. So, as we all know, as we discussed last week, is that uh, Matt Smith is leaving Doctor Who. Oh, no...
0: I still say um, Hugh Laurie should be the new Doctor.
1: I do the not. Rock. I. The Rock. I would be okay with The Rock. Um, I really want Idris Elba. That that is my personal vote. Um, but anyways, um. The uh the person who has come out lately to say that he's not disappointed is uh, John Barrowman, who played Captain Jack Harkness in a. Uh, with the ninth doctor, the tenth doctor, and he did not play with the eleventh because he was doing Torchwood. And uh, oh,
0: that okay. guy—he's also yeah. Malcolm Merlin from Arrow. He is, and he's just been a busy
1: man lately, so he never got to play with the eleventh doctor.
0: They didn't want him, is what I'd heard.
1: Yeah, that's also kind of the thing. Which is kind um, of bullshit. Moffat—I I could go into super dick mode about Moffat. I really don't like Do him. Do you
0: really want to go into super dick mode? I don't. Do it.
1: Do it. I don't. do it. I don't.
0: Do it. don't. We haven't had a super dick mode in forever.
1: I'm going to leave it to you to go into super dick mode.
2: I don't have anything to be a dick about.
1: Just be a dick about something. I don't the, know. I'm the sure
2: horrible pile out. of news surrounding the X Bone. I eh. was going to
0: say, you could do that right there. It sucks, but I'm not really going to be a dick about it because I didn't expect it to be great. <laughs> One
2: of those things. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Exactly. Um, why, so, why don't you tell us about Moffitt, though, Naki?
0: WARNING! WARNING! You are now entering Super, Super Dick Mode! Okay, so my my biggest
1: problem is um, Moffat is extremely flat writing. Um, I have not liked The Eleventh Doctor, not because of Matt Smith, because I thought Matt Smith did the best with what he could work with, you know, with what was given to him. I just think that he was given very boring stories and he writes women very flat and uncharacteristic, like just weak women and whatever. So I don't I don't like Moffat.
3: I would uh, be Who wrote for the tenth doctor?
0: Uh Russell T. Davies. That's right. He was doing Torchwood for a while. Yep. What
3: about uh Destro? Yeah, Destro.
0: Eccleston? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: I think that was still Russell T. Davies.
0: Okay. Uh, didn't he um, bring it back he started the reboot didn't he yeah yep. not reboot but continuation
1: yeah he brought he brought you know the ninth doctor back to life and then um he resigned at the end of of uh a tenants run and handed it over to Moffat well with Moffat we've gotten people like Amy Pond who is the girl who waited as opposed to the girl who you know stood up for herself um and then we got Clara Borings when Boringswald to steal from Trin, uh, Trinitonic on Twitter, um, who literally did nothing until the end of the season, and was pretty much just a pretty doll for the Doctor to play with. So, I just I'm I'm pretty much done with Doctor Who until Moffat leaves. So I I don't I don't have really any excitement for the Twelfth Doctor be, until that happens. That is my version of a super dick mode because I. Guess that's it. that's it. I just don't like Stephen Moffat at the end
2: um. we'll can, we'll call it that <laughs> um now I don't know a lot about Doctor Who um to be honest here, but uh the general thing is it's a somewhat like awkward looking guy in a bow tie who does dimensions last time travel right that well depends on which doctor but th- of the current
1: run, yes, that is what doctor who is
2: okay so I thought I took that premises and I found t- who totally needs to be the next doctor. And anyone who did not agree with this <laughs> for, for those listening
0: to the audio podcast, you just put up a picture of Carlton from Fresh Foods.
3: <laughs> ties are cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know you'd watch that. You would watch that. I'm totally Only in. if
1: he did the dance. He has to do the dance with it. And he just... Him and Will Smith just did it on Graham Norton this past... I
0: with his kid, also.
1: Week. Yeah, with Jaden. And uh, so that has to happen.
0: Well, and continuing with the Doctor Th- Doctor Who theme, they did an interview with Moffat because there was a rumor flying they were going to announce the new Doctor this weekend to try and not have any more leaks because it leaked out that Matt Smith was leaving before they were ready to announce it. So the rumor was they were going to announce a new Doctor and Moffat did an interview because we're nowhere near close on having a new Doctor.
1: I mean, we... I mean, they... Matt Smith is leaving in January, which pa- which basically just means we have the Christmas special.
0: Yeah, that's all and that's left with that's, him.
1: That's all that's left. He's got one episode, really, guys, I mean.
0: But you would think they're going to try and introduce the new Doctor somehow, you know, it's to add something into the end of that, who knows.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they probably already, we were probably already introduced to the next companion, um, because, well, Clara isn't leaving, so we're still kind of stuck with her.
0: Lame. Now, see I did have an interesting thought non-joking is who the who would be good for the next doctor but it'll never happen Benedict Cumberpatch nope he's Sherlock I know that's why I said it'll never happen <laughs> uh,
1: that and I really uh, I'd like to see some diversity that's just me It's always been a skinny white guy I don't know hmm? <laughs> Carlton Banks Carlton would be great Uh, Idris Elba, uh, they've named a few and I'm...
3: And people are screaming for a girl to play it now.
0: Yeah.
1: Which, if it wasn't Moffat writing, I would be much more interested. I think Um, they should go
0: for the swerve and make uh, John Barrowman be the doctor.
1: But they have already announced that it will not be a woman. Uh, BBC has made a statement that was incredibly sexist but basically saying there will never be a woman doctor. Well, and there's is, only uh, one more reincarnation after twelve, anyway. So.
3: I thought it ends at eleven.
1: Nope, thirteen.
3: Oh really? Thir- mm-hmm. I was, I, was, I was thinking maybe they're gonna end up just uh, writing rivers in as the doctor.
1: Did hmm. uh, have you haven't seen the season finale? So I'm just gonna not okay. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh. They've 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 said in the past that there's only going to be thirteen reincarnations of the Doctor, which means, uh, it could just be skinny white guys forever. But
3: I'm skinny white guys. If you are
1: you skinny white next guys. Doctor. You should you should totally be the next Doctor. I would watch actually no, I I totally would watch it if Sean was the next Doctor. <laughs> 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 but you have to keep you have to keep your personality. Like it can't be any sort of change. To
3: who you are. It has oh, to be there's you. no there's no oh. fish sticks and custards with this kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're starting to roll into our regular news as we come off news of the week, and you've given me a nice segue here. We've been talking Doctor Who, former companion from Doctor Who, actress Karen Gillen, is joining the Guardians of the Galaxy cast. Oh, She's yeah. going to be one of the villains. They haven't said much more than that. I don't know much about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I make a fair assumption. I only know what I've read from the current run of Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm only like two issues in, so I don't know Dick. <laughs> that being said, they're bringing in tons of people for this cast. They really are. I mean, because it was also announced that uh, Benicio del Toro was signed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. They haven't confirmed oh. what his role is, but a lot of people are hoping he might end up being Thanos.
1: Um, I don't particularly have any feelings towards Benicio del Toro.
3: He's an awesome so actor.
1: Know. Yeah, I would be. The thing that drives me crazy with Benicio Del Toro is how many women are like, he's the sexiest man alive, and every time I look at him, I'm like, he just kind of looks like a crackhead. Like,
2: <laughs> I just like think he's
0: character. an awesome actor. I mean, just an idea of some of the other actors who have been confirmed to be in here. We know that Michael Rooker is going to be in there as a villain, a.k.a. Uh, Merle Dixon from The Walking Dead for those who need a reminder. Also, you have uh, Chris Pratt, who will be taking the lead as Star-Lord. Zoe Saldana will be in there. I'm not sure her role. Dave Bautista as a... Oh, brain fart. Drax the Destroyer. And they've also announced that Glenn Close has joined the cast. And the rumor is she'll be the leader of the Nova Corps, a.k.a. Marvel's version of the Green Lanterns. So they're stockpiling up all the different actors and names for this movie. And I think that might be in part because most people are going to make Guardians of the Galaxy. What the fuck is that?
1: Yeah, well, they uh, got that, and go ahead. Is it
3: a big seller? No. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, they're throwing a lot at at something this kind of a weak property, right?
0: I, I think the numbers are going to get better if you look at the team they've got on there because it's Bendis writing it, isn't it? And it's teamed with uh, McNiven doing yeah. the artwork,
2: which is gorgeous. It, it has
1: been. It has been selling better with. The more announcements that are coming out about it,
2: yeah, through um, an Iron Man too. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, Iron Man is now in the in the Guardians of the Galaxy, and
2: I think it's only for this first arc, though.
1: I think they're still going to put that in for the movie, though. They're going to want to tie him in. They want the space suits, you know. I don't know. And Captain America right now is also in space and time and his. Yeah,
0: drawings. Marvel's doing a big push on different space and galactic level things. I mean, look at Hickman's Avengers run where it's all sorts of crazy galactic level threats and things like that.
1: So, I mean, they're they're definitely pushing that everything is, is going to tie into Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Um, Even the new X-Men, uh, the all-female one, has a lot of galactic crap to it already. It's, all new X-Men I, has left that right out.
1: I haven't read all new. Um, the current... the, the all-female one. Uh, I actually dug quite a bit, and I'm hoping that they keep it separate from everything else because that's what's going to keep me reading it, but I highly doubt that's what's going to happen.
3: Redial buttons on payphones. I (laughs) fucking dipped down after
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) Outside of the fact that Jubilee, out of anybody of the X-Men, would have a cell phone,
0: yeah. You've got to think, though, at this point, Marvel's kind of got the leeway they can try and put a movie out there. that A lot of people might be like, what the hell? In the hopes it catches on because as long as their other movies make money when they put them out which they have so far, they can basically do a risk each phase of Marvel movies. Like, we're going to try Guardians of the Galaxy or we're going to try Ant-Man.
2: Except which is no,
3: the no risk are... of a Deadpool movie. How much of a risk do you think Warner Brothers is taking by making an Archie movie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, is this? Right? I didn't. I haven't seen the story myself. I heard them talking about it on, a, on another podcast. They said something to the effect of that they're going to try and do zombies in the Archie movie. So um, Has anyone
3: else heard that? No. I heard, um, they're, I heard know they what? were trying to go, go dark with it, though. So I'm if guessing, doing... like, I don't know, Betty's going to be a cutter.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> there, is, there is a six-issue miniseries of... Punisher meets Archie. If they're doing that, I will watch the shit out of that movie.
0: <laughs> okay, that'd be pretty cool, but they don't own the rights to be able to
2: do it. Yeah, they couldn't do that.
1: <sighs> Who owns the rights to Punisher?
2: I think it went back to Disney, didn't it? Fox had them. I'm not sure
0: if those are the ones that reverted back to Disney. I know that Dead, not Deadpool, Daredevil and
2: Maybe it was Punisher reverted back. I have no hope of getting a Deadpool movie if he goes back to Disney. There's no way Disney's going to put out a rated R movie. No, they'll use Miramax for it. That's their dirty little secret. That's uh, sure. <laughs> true. <laughs> Haven't you seen Kevin Smith movies? Yeah. <laughs> God. One day, Deadpool movie. You will be great.
0: I know. Going back to our comments on Benicio Del Toro, Anthony said in the chat room, he played an actual mustache-twirling villain in The Savages. Benicio can do anything he wants. The man rocks.
1: I never saw Savages I didn't
0: either but hey I don't know I think it's a good sign going back to that that they're bringing in all these big name actors to try and gather interest from more than just the comic book fans because it's going to be a hard sell to the public at large a movie with a talking raccoon in it and a walking tree and a bunch of aliens that people have never heard of
1: hey you like walking trees you like Lord of the Rings
0: (sighs) that's what they're doing they're going for the Lord of the Rings fans like a tree that
2: walks where's Gandalf
1: I wouldn't mind Gandalf
2: hey Gandalf is my last hope if I turn 50 and he's not at my doorstep, bitch is going to die. What if Deadpool's at your
0: doorstep when you turn 50? That'd be, that'd be pretty awesome, too.
2: What if he wants to go eat chimichangas with you?
0: You'd do it. I'd go eat chimichangas with Deadpool, but they'd probably kill you is the problem. Yeah, that's the day it. ever. It'd be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> but that, there's a bunch more Marvel news. Let's talk a little bit about Joss Whedon and A lot of people have been really worried about Avengers 2 and the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is still not signed to a contract to come back for any more Marvel movies. You can probably worry a little less. Joss Whedon did an interview with the Daily Beast, and specifically the question of Robert Downey Jr. came up, and Joss said, quote, I have no intention of making Avengers 2 without him, nor do I think I'll be called upon to do that. I don't think it's in my interest, Marvel's interest, or his interest, and I think everything will be fine. But I know this is Hollywood and you roll with things. You have to be ready for the unexpected. End quote. So basically, they're going to dump the money truck up to Robert Downey Jr.'s house.
2: Well, that, and in that same thing, shortly thereafter, he had stated that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like the Sean Connery of James Bond, which also means he's replaceable. Which is something Kevin Feige has also said before: is that at
0: some point there'll come a time when Robert Downey Jr. cannot be Tony Stark anymore because he'll either get too old for the role or something like that, and they'll just treat him like a James Bond-like character and just recast the actor but continue the story. That being it. said, bring you him back be- as much as you can. Yeah, just keep bringing him back. He'll get tons of money. That's all that matters.
1: I was going to say if Robert Downey Jr. wasn't going to be Tony Stark, who would you want to be Tony Stark?
0: John Hamm. The Rock. <laughs> Jason Lee. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think John Hamm would make a good one. How about yourself, Naki? Who would you cast?
1: Now that you said John Hamm, I'm thinking him, but
0: I don't. Yeah, I know, right?
1: I, I could actually see Joseph Gordon-Levitt pulling off a cocky asshole like that. I don't want to see him with a mustache. Is that weird?
3: <laughs> what about the dude from Bones?
0: David Boreanaz. David Boreanaz. Yeah, I always go with him. He's Angel. He's yeah. He from Buffy, angel. there'd be a Whedon connection there, which would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be an interesting one. The problem wow. is he's about the same age as Robert Downey Jr. too.
2: <laughs> God, the weird thoughts that get through my head. It's like, okay, who can we throw in there? And a little bit of me wants to see this Johnny Depp as Iron Man. God no. A little bit of me even wants to see, see that. as
1: Tonto. What? I don't even want to see
2: amazing. that movie. Y'all suck. That movie looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Johnny Depp as Tony Stark would be awful. But it was just one of those things that popped in my head, and I'm like, why did I think of that? But it might be hilarious.
1: It, it'll it just be Captain Jack Sparrow as Tony Stark.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I want John Barrowman
0: as Tony Stark.
1: I'd see, okay, that'd be actually.
0: Yeah, and that's not me putting my, not me having a Barrowman man crush. That's me thinking he could do that kind of character really well.
1: Dude, everybody wants Barrowman. We got a Such a nice guy, too.
0: That's what I've heard. We got a couple comments in the chat room to get caught up since our chat room is about a minute behind the broadcast. Uh, Anthony's talking about the Archie movie. He goes, "It can be a great thing if all the awful Disney kids get cast in the Archie movie." That is a whole lot of people that hopefully won't be available for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a very valid point. Yes, yes. <laughs> so get all those Disney actors to do that instead of Star Wars. I love this idea because I don't want like Zac Efron as Luke Skywalker. Luke oh, come
1: on! Too. He's so pretty! Um, I don't even know who he is.
0: <laughs> He's the dude from High School Musical, I think.
1: That doesn't help me any. I don't know who
0: that is. I never saw them, but...
1: Mhm. I don't know. You know all the songs by heart, don't you?
0: I do. I sing them before and after every show. That's how I get fired up for a new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna <laughs> Geek Network at GunnaGeek.com.
2: <laughs> um, subtle we plugs. know your rituals. Did anyone apparently hear that Norman Reedus was offered a role as Submariner?
1: I had not heard that. That's actually kind of badass. Yeah, it, it is like I'm reading that. Like,
2: that might be
0: awesome. Breaking news. Who's the source site on that? I wonder.
2: Yeah, I and mean, make sure it's not from April 1st. Oh no this this is uh, a <laughs> this is a list hey. of, things, hey. of people who could replace Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Uh, okay. Um, and they put this list up and. Uh, he was f- number five on the list, but he said apparently he was offered the role of Submariner at some point. Um, though I could I could see a Norman Reedus Iron Man; it'd be pretty funny.
1: Be someone said someone said Ryan Reynolds at the comic shop, and no. I wanted to punch him.
2: No, he is Deadpool and nothing else. No, he's also Hal Jordan. Don't forget because <laughs> they they shoved that down our throats.
1: <laughs> he tried so hard to be Hal. Which, come on, if he was going to be anybody, he would have been Kyle Rayner.
0: Well, the script sucked in that movie anyways, because, like, everyone in Hollywood touched it. Uh-oh. So that's your nightmare?
1: Sean, I'm going
0: to cry now. I'm really going to (laughs) cry.
1: Damn it, Sean!
0: (laughs) I quit. You guys are on your own the rest of the day.
1: Aw. All right, show's over. Time for bacon.
0: (laughs) Time for bacon! (laughs) (laughs) Continuing with the we we started this conversation talking about Joss Whedon and Iron Man two and and the Avengers rather well Nick Fury not Nick Fury Samuel L Jackson who plays Nick Fury he's been talking to Joss Whedon a lot because Whedon's involvement Agents of Shield coming out because Samuel L Jackson wants to be involved of course he does you know why because he wants to be in everything well there's that on, hey! he also said that it was a good way to further legitimize it into the rest of the cinematic world is to have Nick Fury there and he, he gave his example of what they could even do something simple he said quote if I was going to do S.H.I.E.L.D. I'd like to be you know Char- you know Charlie's voice and Charlie's angels that would be perfect because everybody recognizes my voice that'd be good enough for me he goes and I told Joss that so even if it's a matter of having like a voiceover or something or sit there over like a calm call or something when does that show start? Yeah.
3: this fall That's what I thought they were going to be doing with him at first.
0: I think there's a question as to whether they can do that or not, because they signed him to nine movie appearances, and his contract says nothing about TV appearances, and I don't know if they want to waste one of his uh, contractual appearances on a short voiceover for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I I don't think it'd be a waste. I think he'd be willing to sign for more. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, going on further, he said uh, Joss was told he couldn't hire him right now. Disney and Marvel have to make the call because of the contract issue, I assume.
1: But I mean Marvel movie and Marvel TV is still the same as the comic books where you have to see everything and know everything to, before you can watch. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like he has a point. Like it would it makes sense for him to be in the in the Shield TV show. And
3: what, Coulson doesn't legitimize it enough?
0: I think Coulson does too, but he's not Clark Gregg is not the big name that Samuel L. Jackson is. though, was the problem imagine the hype they can put behind the fact that oh Samuel L. Jackson is going to be doing the new Marvel TV show also even if it's yeah. just in there like once or twice
3: yeah but per- personally I mean I watch the Marvel movies more for Coulson than I do for Samuel L. Jackson
0: so do I I think Coulson has a more dedicated fan base or yeah. a more loving fan base more vocal I guess I don't know I'm struggling with my words words are hard
3: has Coulson made more of uh, more appearances in the films
0: than uh, than Fury? Yes, he's had more screen time than Nick Fury, I think. Until Avengers, probably. Oh,
3: was he well, in all of
0: them? He was. His in first appearance Iron was, was Iron one Man two. two. Was he in Iron no, he's Man in One? Oh, in that's one. right. He
1: is in one. That's right. Yeah.
0: Iron Man One and Two. He was in Thor. He was not in Cap. He was not in Brain Fart. Hulk.
1: I no Brain Tony Stark. Sh-
3: uh...
0: Tony Stark did. Tony Hulk. Stark was in Hulk. Um,
3: one of the Hulks had Colson and it did
0: not. I don't think so. No, I Generally, don't. Know, been, Peanut gallery, let us know. You guys might know better.
1: It would have been, been. the it was one a post-credits. with... Uh,
0: Excuse-
1: no, that was Tony. That was Robert Downey Jr., who went to yeah. grab okay. Edward yeah, Robert
0: Downey Jr. was post-credits in Hulk. Okay. No, he went to go talk to Thunderbolt Ross about the Avengers Initiative.
3: So, yeah, it seems like they've leaned a little bit more heavier on Coulson than they had Fury.
0: They've made Coulson the face of it, and arguably it's probably because Clark Gregg's contract is a lot less costly than Samuel L. Jackson's. (laughs) Good point. And I'm pretty sure one of the main story arcs for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this season is probably going to be how exactly is Coulson still alive. Because I doubt they're going to give us that payoff in the very first few episodes. Um, I could be wrong, of course, but...
3: They could come right out of the gate with that.
0: Yeah. I hope they don't.
3: What's, yeah.
1: what's really funny is my mom watches this show called The New Adventures of Old Christine, and Clark Gregg is in that, and so every time I come downstairs and she's watching that, I get really confused. <laughs> my
0: random moment of
1: the day, sorry.
0: Wrapping up the talk on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. piece, there's a comment in the CBR uh, comment thread that really i thought was a good idea uh, there's a poster by the name of Trudat who says i'm hoping he as in samuel L. jackson shows up for the season finale which if i had my way would lead into captain america winter soldier well that's just logical how cool would that be though if like the season finale of agents of shield set up the appearance of like the first appearance of the winter soldier and like who is this guy and then it leads you into the movie where you've actually got winter soldier versus cap
3: See, I have no idea what the Winter Soldier storyline is all about.
0: The Winter Soldier, for those that aren't aware, Ed Brubaker did this run that brought the Winter Soldier back. The Winter Soldier is Bucky. Okay. They they recovered his body, he'd lost his arm, and in this case it was the Soviets, the way this was written, that basically froze him, turned him into a soldier they could unfree a soldier slash assassin they could unfreeze to send on missions, and in between they'd put him back in like uh, suspended animation. So he's really only aged like three years since World War II. And he's brainwashed, and then Brubaker wrote this whole story about how he and Cap confronted each other. And eventually, they broke the brainwashing, so they brought Bucky into the modern continuity. It was much better than how they brought Jason Todd back, for instance. Um, it was the magic Superboy punches through a wall.
1: <laughs> uh, Winter Soldier actually just ended its run, the current ongoing. It was yeah. its final issue this week. I heard the Winter Soldier wasn't
0: that good, the book.
1: I honestly have no idea. I've never read
0: it. I I didn't read any of it either. I really liked Bucky when he was Captain America. I thought that was fun and it was different. But I knew that wasn't going to last, sadly.
1: Oh, no. It'll always be... What's his name? See? I'm the best at Captain America.
3: (laughs) I think my only experience with Bucky is from uh, the Avengers cartoon movie.
0: Yeah, that could very well be. He, he was also in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes also. The cartoon series they were just running. And they, okay. m- they brought Winter Soldier into the cartoon near the end of it also. Which is pretty cool. I don't know. Still, still have to catch up on that. Oh, it's a great show. I Supposedly iTunes put out the first episode of Avengers Assemble for free. I downloaded it and haven't watched it, but a lot of people who have watched it said it was shit. Is that that's Avengers. the new one? Yeah, the new one. Avengers Assemble. It was free on iTunes for a while. Might still be. I don't know.
3: can't be any worse than Teen Titans Go.
0: Oh, that made me so sad, too.
1: I haven't seen that one at all. I've just seen GIFs of it on Tumblr, and I've been like, uh, what is this?
0: It It looks like it might
1: have some funny moments.
0: It made me very sad inside. I hated life a little bit. Mm -hmm. More More than usual? Yeah, more than usual. Let's talk one more piece on uh, Avengers movie news, Marvel movie news is that Marvel has supposedly targeted who they want to play Quicksilver in the Avengers movie. They've already targeted their Quicksilver for X-Men, the folks at 20th Century Fox, but have you guys heard who Marvel wants to play Quicksilver? I've seen I his picture. today. You guys might remember. know him better as Kick-Ass. Nice. Uh... Aaron Johnson, who plays Kick-Ass in the Kick-Ass movies, is who Marvel wants to play the role of Quicksilver. I think it could be interesting.
1: That could be interesting. Because I... I um... Sean and I were talking about this earlier, is that Kick-Ass 3's just started. The comic. I,
0: yeah, I'm looking finish, forward to that one. Kick-Ass
1: 2 and the Hit-Girl.
0: Kick-Ass 2, also fun. Has one of my favorite comic panels of all time in it. Are you with going H- to H- post that With Hit-Girl to Avengers fucking assemble. I've got to find the picture. It'll take me a second.
3: Now, how old is Quicksilver supposed to be in the comics?
0: In the comics? He's probably in his early 30s, I'm guessing. I don't know.
3: So the hair color is just tied to the name, really?
0: Yeah, the hair color was just a choice. That's how the character's hair was always portrayed. It wasn't necessarily because he was old. Gotcha. I don't know. I can't Again. find that picture. It's killing me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, stuck.
0: There it is. I'm here to help, guys. The best panel ever for Kick-Ass Number 2, which I love. Hit-girl flipping the double nice. bird saying Avengers fucking assemble, asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Nice>. <laughs> so, like, I don't really know much about Quicksilver at all. Is he? Uh, is he, his last name's Maximoff.
0: Yes, uh, Pietro Maximoff is his name. He's a uh, Wanda Maximoff, aka the Scarlet Witch's brother. Right. And if you read the Ultimate books, there's kind of an incestuous relationship between them. You in six one six continuity, they are the children of Magneto. But they can't talk about that in the Avengers movie because of the way the rights are distributed.
1: Well, they're, they were talking about bringing Scarlet Witch in, too. So yeah. they're just going
0: to say you're both. dad? Whedon wants both, and at one point, Kevin Feige had given some information that said, basically, the way it's set up, they can't reference them being a mutant in the, in the Marvel Avengers movies. And the 20th Century Fox guys can't reference either of them being Avengers to keep the rights separate and distinct. Because they're one of the, there are a couple of those weird ones in the Marvel contractual rights where they're both mutants and Avengers. And it's a pain in the ass.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a headache.
0: It'd be nice if they could all just play together and make one nice big universe.
1: I don't know about that, because that means i got to watch more movies. And that costs more than a comic book.
2: Uh... I, I'm looking into some Quicksilver stuff, and uh, there's a quote here from him uh, that pretty much sums up how I think every day. So I, I now have some connection with this guy, and it's um, it's uh, apparently he has a very abrasive and um, patient personality, because to this him, is it true. Seems the rest of the world's moving in slow motion. Um, he says, have you ever been had a day where you're at an ATM and in a hurry because you're running late, but the person in front of you just doesn't know how to use the ATM and it's taking forever? Now imagine what it be, must be like to spend every day surrounded by people who don't know how to use the ATM.
1: <laughs> I, oh god that's awful <laughs>
0: that is but it's also pretty funny so hey, you're saying you sympathize with him we can start calling you Quicksilver now no okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are you guys gonna go see Man of Steel next weekend when it comes out uh, I'm going to go see it for the podcast, because I give not two shits about Superman.
0: I didn't until this week, to be honest, and then some of the new trailers got me interested. How about yourselves? Naki, Sean, you guys going to see this one?
3: Um, When I have money for it, you bet. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not dying to see it opening day, though.
1: I uh, kind of have to, because I work in a comic book shop. That's. About. I'm not dying to see it or anything. It's just kind of like, oh... That's a Superman movie. I still haven't seen Star Trek,
2: so... The better movie to go see would be Now You See Me, because that was fucking amazing. I'm just going to keep throwing that out there until people go see it.
0: I still have my issues with Star Trek, but I won't talk about them again, because people call me a hater again, and it's semi-true, but that's beside the point. But if you guys do go
3: see...
0: If you guys do go see Man in Steel, I will not give you the spoiler yet unless you guys want it. There is an Easter egg in Man of Steel for Batman fans. Does it have to do with the current upgo- uh,
1: current comic that is going to begin, I think, in the next two weeks?
0: It does not. It ties more in with the Nolan world, actually, this Easter egg. And I can I found out what it is. If you guys want to talk about it, we can do a quick spoiler. Do, do it, because you
3: got me curious.
0: All right, guys. Those of you watching live, we're going to have a, a short spoiler alert. It's going to be maybe a minute. You guys will need to turn off. So when my lower third changes back to normal, come back. back. You're now entering the spoiler zone. Beware, there can and will be spoilers discussed. I am your father. From this point forward, we're going spoiler free. Truth is, I am Iron Man. So the spoiler is that uh, there's going to be... When General Zod flies into Earth... (laughs) There's no spoiler! When General Zod flies into Earth, there's a bunch of satellites orbiting the Earth. One of these satellites he flies through and destroys has the Wayne Enterprises logo on it from the Batman Begins Nolan world. It's a very Hmm. minor Easter egg. It'll look something like this. That's the logo that's going to be on it because that's basically what was used in the Nolan movies. It's going to be like a couple seconds blink-and-you-miss-it type thing, but people who've seen the movie early have said that there is a Wayne Enterprises logo on the satellite that Zod destroys. So there is a tentative tie-in between the two. They're
1: really trying to push for a... this Justice League movie, aren't they? Yes.
3: Well, I heard there was a, a Booster Gold uh, Easter egg in there as well.
0: That could be really cool. I heard there was a Martian Manhunter one, too. Really? That's the other rumor I'd heard. So now they're just filling it up with stuff. Yeah, I haven't heard that confirmed, and I don't know that for sure, but... That's what I've heard on that, so let's switch back to doing spoilers again, or spoiler free again. For those uh, of you guys watching live, no more spoilers. We spoiled better. you away. And we did say going into that there was a Batman tie into the Nolan verse. The question is, are they going to try and tie into Joseph Gordon Levitt's new Batman? Or are they going to end up recasting, like the rumors been, I wonder, to do Justice League?
1: I think Joseph Gordon Levitt would jump at the chance, because seriously, who the fuck doesn't want to play Batman?
2: <laughs> He's more of a Nightwing um, in my book. Robert Downey Jr. True. Robert Downey
0: Jr. does not want to be Batman.
1: But he's Batman of the Marvel Universe.
0: <laughs> you mean a better Batman? Yeah. Ooh. then must be fighting words. There's going to be some Bat fans knocking down your door. Fuck well, bat- we, could do, we
1: could do that as a rumble pit today. We could do a Batman versus Iron Man.
0: Uh, if Batman doesn't have time to plan, he's going to get his
2: ass kicked. <laughs> 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 That's simple enough. It's, you can't compete with that suit. We can do it! You guys want to do that as a Rumble Pit today?
0: Because we can wrap up... This will wrap up the sure. movie news. Let's wrap in. Alright, this sounds like a plan. We haven't played this game in ages that I semi-ripped off from our friends at the Fanboy Buzz. It's at fanboybuzz.com. Fanboy uh, damn. So guys, here's today's <laughs> Rumble Pit. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! We just came up with this spur of the moment. We are going... Are we doing comic continuity or movie continuity? I guess is the better
2: question. Does it really matter?
0: Potentially.
1: It could matter. Because But since we're referencing Robin Man
2: Jr.,
0: let's go movie continuity.
1: I was going to say, I know movie continuity. So, I don't really know shit about Iron Man via comics.
0: <laughs> there you go, Dude, then. To- today's Rumble Pit matchup, kids, we've got the Dark Knight himself. Bruce Wayne, Batman, will go from the Dark Knight time period in the Nolan movies, versus Iron Tony Stark, Iron Man, portrayed by Robert Downey Jr., we'll go with from around Avengers timeline. How about that? So he doesn't have 42 different suits to fly around and attack him. Because that wouldn't be fair okay. at all. And the basic premise is we're going to drop them into one of the Rumble Pit arenas from like Halo or something like that, where it's basically a one-on-one fight. They have the area around them they can use for camouflage or trying to hide things like that but it's a fight to the death they have an urge to kill each other so batman cannot help but want to kill even though he doesn't kill
2: Does, because do fight they, to have death, they, have do they have their gadgets
0: they have their traditional gadgets batman has his utility belt with his traditional loadout iron man will be wearing his suit of armor he wore in the second half of the avengers movie but not busted up and broken
1: So he doesn't have. So Batman does not have his shark
0: repellent. Batman does not. Well, that's only Adam West that has the shark repellent. (laughs) (laughs) He does not in this case.
3: You have no idea because there were no sharks in the Nolan movies.
0: Maybe it happened (laughs) off screen when he somehow traveled across (laughs) the world in a day with no money.
1: (laughs) Hey, he also you know he blew up a bomb, a nuclear bomb, by flying it out over a magical lake.
0: Yeah, that's okay. But we're going with Batman from The Dark Knight, not from Dark oh, Knight Rises. Okay. So this is around the same time frame. He's been dueling the Joker and things like that. He has not quit though, so he's not broken spiritually. Okay, he what he's got in his pockets in that movie now. I mean, the Great. Nolan Batman. He's really got his his explosive goo gun. He keeps on his back. He's got his repelling gun. He's got batarangs and smoke pellets. Okay, that—that's the bulk of the gadgets that Nolan's Batman had, and he was like a martial arts master, master of stealth and misdirection. Well, you can't miss Tony Stark has Jarvis. <laughs> that's right. He has Jarvis. And he has armor that has like radar and lidar and all sorts of things <laughs> like that in it. And all the Dars presumably <laughs> can see in the dark, and <laughs> it provides. Yeah. He's got missiles on it,
2: repulsors. He's got it's kind a. Of unit thing. You're, you're going with. Uh movie universe because if you go into the comic universe he he still he stole some technology from Reed Richards in which he has a ridiculous amount of technology in that suit that's true we
0: got a comment in the chat room Anthony says nine out of ten bat utility belt contains excuse me nine out of ten Batman utility belts contain an EMP device Batman wins nine out of ten times so says Anthony Bachman from
2: AnthonyBachman.com <laughs> see he made me read the plug um, wouldn't uh being that Tony Stark's a bit of a genius, his suit probably has some defenses against EMP attacks. He's
0: shielded from EMP attacks, I would think.
2: Yeah. The reason he fell from the sky at the end of Avengers wasn't the EMP from the
0: nuke. It was because he had no power. It's because he was yeah. in space. I mean, as long How as Tony you Stark has the power, world? then he... Did f- didn't he freeze up? He froze up also, and he had, like, no power, I think, was the two things that happened. Mm-hmm. Because, like, his arc reactor was even flickering when he landed, if I recall correctly.
3: Okay, so Christian Bale was able to rip off his mask with his bare hand, right? Like, just kind of peel it? Yes. Okay, that's not going to stand anywhere. Well, this was more
0: helmet-like, actually, but... Was it? Yeah, they made it like a motorcycle helmet, almost. It had, like, a chin strap and stuff that you didn't really see very often. I'm thinking Michael Keaton. Yeah, you think Keaton's. It was, like, rubber that just kind of tore off and looked really weird.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, apparently, an EMP attack on the new suit, would, uh, his suit would reboot in a matter of six to ten seconds. Google. So
1: in that six to ten seconds, Batman could punch
2: him
0: a couple times. <laughs> you can punch you a punch iron. <laughs> the, 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 the question And the thing is, with the movie costumes, he doesn't have, like, eye holes and stuff that are exposed like he does in the comic book. So it's not like you could shove a batarang in the eye hole.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh... Uh-huh. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's how he could kill him. He could put explosive goo on him and explode the suit, but the suit having no power doesn't change its structural integrity. Also true. But that would do damage to the suit, which would then slow it down and hinder its power. So, I mean, Batman's gonna have to strike first. And this is also interesting because the Batman from the the Nolan movies Mm -hmm. isn't quite the detective-slash-planner that Bruce Wayne is in the comics. He just took... Eight years off because he, mm-hmm.
1: oh, he was sad. He was sad.
3: Batman's got to do anything before Iron Man gets a single shot off with any dart or pulse weapon or
0: anything. I mean, because Iron Man also has like those shoulder-mounted rockets that came out that had like yeah ner- not nerve toxin in it, but like some kind of knockout goo or whatever. Because he used those in Iron Man One on people.
2: Yeah. Batman's mm-hmm.
0: going to be faster, more maneuverable probably, but I think his stealth advantage is negated because
2: yeah, Iron I Man is going to be faster because Iron Man has the the, the propulsion devices and he can fly. <laughs> he can fly, but the difference is I think Remember, for Iron the Man, Avengers, the suit slows was... down his speed a little bit. In the Avengers, he was outbanking the, uh, the robots too, so his maneuverability is actually fairly good. Mm-hmm. That's true. I was going
1: to say, the Red Baron in the chat room said, Batman does not have superhuman strength. Iron Man wins. But I don't think Iron Man has superhuman strength. I think he's just, you know, got the iron thing going for him. Well,
2: he has the suit.
0: It's he the has suit. the suit. Yeah. He can lift, like, four tons easily, they've said in the suit in the movie world. Yeah, like,
3: Batman could put him in a rear naked choke and still not do anything.
0: Yeah, because it wouldn't be able to crush
2: the windpipe of the suit because it's made of, like, a titanium alloy. Yeah, it's a titanium and gold, right, I think. Um, but basically if Batman can't get him out of the suit, Batman has no chance. Mm. And how can he possibly get him out of the suit in a 6-10 to ten, ten second time frame?
3: You'd have to have some Jericho missiles in that friggin' utility <laughs> belt. <battle.
2: laughs>
0: I mean, I, I guess the question is, the only chance Batman has is how weak is the enclosure around the arc reactor. If if you Probably could put the an explosive goo directly fire. to the... But it's exposed, you can see. There's like a glass panel that shows the arc reactor. It's <laughs> arguably the weak point of the armor, so to play devil's advocate, if he shoots the explosive goo right on that panel over the arc reactor and exposes it, could he throw a batarang in there and be able to take him out?
2: It's it's just my wife just uh, sent me a message here because she's listening and she's like, well if it was Adam West Batman, he'd probably just break out a big ass can opener. (laughs) (laughs) I like this one. It'd be a bat can
3: opener.
0: Pat can over. Another comment from Red Baron he goes Iron Man's wrist lasers would be too fast for Batman to move out of the way. That's true, those were pretty fast. I mean, I think if we have to do it a battle out of say five battles, who wins best of five? I'm gonna go Iron Man wins four out of five, because Batman will find a way at least once probably. Probably it'd probably be the final battle where he you
3: know He's weakened a certain joint over four other battles. Yeah. (laughs) Snuck a smoke bomb in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the only way I could see the movie Batman beating movie Iron Man. If you start going comic continuity and Batman had a chance to plan, maybe. I think it'd be more interesting in the comic world to do Batman Beyond versus Iron Man, because they both have powered suits. I just started watching
1: Batman Beyond, but I don't actually know what's going on
0: yet. You should read the comics also, because Kyle Higgins is going to be writing them soon. And Kyle Higgins is awesome. I enjoy his Nightwing run. So is he done with Nightwing? He's going to be doing both. He'll be doing Nightwing and Batman Beyond. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've yeah. Nightwing. I love all the Batman Beyond shout outs he's put into the Nightwing books. I don't know how caught up I am on them, but I've got them all. Thanks, Dan. And AM. then, Naki, when you get the chance, also check out the movie they did for Batman Beyond. It's called Return of the Joker. Okay. It's awesome. takes place after the entire animated series, but they bring so- Mark Hamill's Joker to the future. Ooh. So yes. finish.
1: Finish the series first, though. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, you could watch it out of continuity, honestly, and be fine, too, because it doesn't really say where it fits in the continuity. But you, you'll you like the characters a little more after you've seen the cartoon show, I think. Gotcha. I know, I'm a big fan. I love Batman Beyond, and we almost got a Batman Beyond movie, which makes me sad, but not at the same time, because we got Batman Begins instead. But with the
1: with the added uh, wonderness that was uh, Dark Knight Rises, are you still sad?
0: Yeah, no. Dark Knight Rises is okay. It's just it's not as good as the Dark Knight.
1: If I don't think about the Dark Knight Rises, I like it. When I think about it, is when I get angry.
3: <laughs> it's like that. It's like my Grant Morrison syndrome.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Where
3: everything that he writes, I don't like it as I'm reading it, but a year later when I think back, it's like,
0: damn, that was pretty badass. I didn't like his Batman run very much. I'll be honest. Superman, I enjoyed. Did you read? Um, have you have you been reading it
1: all, Batman Inc.?
0: No, other than the episode, other than the issue where Damien died, because I was curious.
1: Peace out, Damien.
0: They'll um, find a way to bring him back. That's one of the oh, things I'm he's sure. doing right now. Is trying to figure out ways to bring him back.
1: No, oh, I'm sure he'll bring him back. But he,
0: what is he doing right now outside of Ink? Is he doing anything? Because he had Happy, but that's done. Grant Morrison is pretty much done with DC. I thought at this point. I thought he was going on to some creator-owned stuff.
1: Yeah, I think he? you're right. Well, that means we won't get Damien back for a little while then,
0: because he's pretty much saying, "Well, he's said he said he doesn't character. want to leave, huh?" DC owns the character; they can do whatever they want.
1: Yeah, that's true,
0: but I mean, he's not
1: thrilled about it. My, sorry, my brother. I know Grant
0: Morrison
3: said that he's uh, done with it now.
0: Yeah, Grant Morrison said he was done, then I mean, he never intended Damien to last as long as he did. Damien was supposed to die like after three issues. Yeah. But because of the fan reaction, they kept him around, and he felt that it was part of Damien's arc with him was to not be around when he's done. I mean, hell, they brought Jason Todd back. True. Anyone, anyone can be brought back in the Batman world. Except the, except for the Waynes. Mon and Pa. Ma and Pa don't come back. <laughs> they don't come back at all. Well, let's start. we got about 20, 25 minutes left in the show. We haven't touched much on the gaming stuff. There hasn't been a ton, but there's some stuff that's come out leading us into E3, and I'm sure next week can be a lot more game eccentric. But this excited me when I heard that we all know they're doing a DuckTales remake of the classic Game Boy slash NES game, right? Yes. They have announced that DuckTales Remastered will be coming to PC as well. Yes. How cool is that? (laughs) I I think
1: Adahay needs a moment to himself.
2: No, I already knew this. uh, But. I've been actually I've actually been watching Ducktales on YouTube for like the past since I originally heard that news forever <laughs> ago. By nice. the way, that show is still amazing, as is Tailspin.
0: Yeah, I love that one. And Darkwing Duck is still also badass. Yes, it is. I want a Darkwing Duck game. I actually like the comic series that they have. Yeah. Um, It's actually pretty good. They have announced that DuckTales Remastered will be $15 on PC, PS3, Xbox 360, and Wii U. The PC version will launch around the same time as the console version. They haven't given an official date yet. It seems to be on Steam because the picture they're showing GameStop has a Steam logo right on top of the title screen. (laughs) So not EA or Origins. Hooray! here we go. I should probably read the whole article before I start talking. Capcom announced that the upcoming downloadable game will be available on PC through Steam, Origin, Impulse, GamersGate, Green Man Gaming, and other download stores. So buy it through Steam, not Origin.
2: Or Adahe will
0: come cut you. GamersGate
2: is uh, also acceptable, as is Green Man Gaming.
0: Pretty much anything but Origin so you don't have to kill someone. That's my
2: understanding. Why would you ever want to give EA your money? I mean, they, they don't use it correctly, obviously.
0: Because they make Mass Effect, and I can't not play Mass Effect games.
2: Oh, yeah, Mass Effect 4 is to be announced at E3, too. That's
0: one of the rumors is Mass Effect 4, and they're trying to determine whether it's going to be before or after Shepard.
2: His story, his or her story, I mean,
0: because it could be either. One of these days I'll play that game again.
2: It's I'll never have.
0: You mean Trin isn't on you to play that all the time?
1: She's more on me for uh, Dragon Age.
0: That's also fun. Uh, that's one of the things I enjoy on the show that trends on, Chemical X Show. They have a countdown to Mass Effect in every episode, to how soon they mention it. Yep. It makes me laugh. Chemical X will be joining us eventually, too. Woohoo! Cross-promotions!
1: Yay! We like Chemical X, and cross-promoting, and promoting people in general.
0: Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 has also been announced. Did you guys ever play Division yeah. original one? <laughs>
2: I, loved I love Plants vs Zombies. <laughs> I love their ad for that too. Yes. The
0: problem is that Plants vs Zombies 2 is free to play on iOS only. Ah, oh, oh, iOS is the only one getting Plants vs Zombies 2 at this point I in time. Guess I'm not getting Plants vs Zombies. Sorry guys. It's due out on July 18th and will be a free download. This uh, The follow-up has Crazy Dave and a bunch of familiar plants traveling through the fourth dimension to battle the undead in ancient Egypt, Pirate Times, and more.
2: I don't get why you go iOS only when Android actually has a larger portion of the market.
0: I don't either. Because there are more Android phones out there, and that is probably going to keep changing as we see what happens with iPhone, because WWDC is this week also, Worldwide Developers Conference, where they're going to unveil iOS 7, and that's going to allow me to make my decision on what my next phone is going to be.
2: I, I love I, my Android. I'm probably getting so a Galaxy S4. Oh, yeah. the SG4 is beautiful. A guy at work got one, and it's just stupid.
0: I was messing with it at Best Buy, and if I'm due for an upgrade on my contract, too, so it's about the right time.
1: I get an upgrade in a couple months, and, uh, yeah, I desperately need the upgrade because my phone barely works now. And did that I just... It doesn't help that I just dropped it on concrete outside either. And you dyed um, it blue. And I dyed it blue. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I abused the shit out of it because I just don't give a shit about this phone anymore.
2: Fuck this phone. So,
1: this phone is stupid. Uh,
0: I like my phone. I like my phone. And it's an Apple phone and I still enjoy
2: it.
1: I have a Droid 3, okay? Motorola, Motorola Droid 3. I
2: have the Droid Max. Uh,
1: you got the one that's more updated. See, I have the one that's like four years old.
2: Yeah, the one that has like a stupid amount of battery life. Like it can go for days and not be charged. I've got a bat phone. <laughs> nice bat phone.
0: <laughs> I approve. Uh, other interesting story, since we're talking about social gaming, is that Zynga just laid off 520 employees and closed a bunch of offices in hopes to save $80 million. Those that aren't familiar, Zynga's the guys that did like Farmville... Um, Mafia Wars, I think it was. They also bought PopCap Games that did draw something, and then draw something that promptly went into the toilet after they bought them.
1: Here's the uh, the fucked up thing about Zanga, though, is less than six months ago, they gave all of their CEOs a ninety five thousand dollar bonus.
2: Only ninety five thousand. I thought nothing. it was ninety five thousand. I mean, I it might be, but I mean that's nothing for a CEO bonus, really. I mean, look, look yep. at Bank of America; they give the three, four hundred million dollar CEO bonuses. Right. I mean, the reason I was bringing this one up is number one, most
0: of the people that got laid off, from my understanding, are the folks from PopCap Game, not PopCap, but from a uh, that did Draw Something that were OMG Pop, excuse me. That was the company yeah. they bought that did that. So they're gone. Just about the same time they're launching Draw Something too and a lot of there's a lot less interest in social games on Facebook like Farmville and the like and their games they do on uh, phones and tablets and like so are we starting to see a downturn in the social gaming side of things again? Well, I don't play games. Most of my games I don't play to be
1: social. I play cuz I like to shoot things. Fair <laughs> enough.
2: I think so many of the social games become became like real world cash farms. And people yeah. just got tired of that. Like, you can't play some of those games unless you just dump money into them.
0: Yeah, you got to microtransaction everything. My parents were obsessed with FarmVille. A lot of people were.
2: Well, yeah, I had, like, people, like, every day, uh, so I finally figured I was like, ah, oh, block that crap. And it's like, I got no messages on Facebook anymore. I
0: had yeah, Farmville I pretty block. much block all those apps. The only one that occasionally shows up is the, uh, what's the Marvel Facebook game?
2: Marvel Heroes. Marvel Heroes, which,
0: I'll, oh, I forgot to put the news story in there. They did announce that Marvel Heroes is coming to both Android and iOS as a playable game.
1: Now, did anybody try the MMO
2: that was launched? The, was it this week? It's not really an MMO. It's, it's um, it is not isn't. It's more like a Diablo-style, like, action RPG game that has other players in it randomly. Uh, I wouldn't really call it an MMO because it's not the traditional MMO. But Have uh, you
0: played it out of Yes. Did you enjoy it?
2: It's not bad. It's, if you enjoy games like Diablo or action RPGs that are a lot of clicking, <laughs> um, then you'll enjoy it. Plus, you get to play around with Marvel characters. You get one character for free, um, and then you can earn or unlock other ones with real money and whatnot. So,
0: Okay. I've heard from other people that played it. I had a beta invite, and I never got around to playing it. So my beta invite was unused for the most part. But I talked to JS who played it, who was on the Fanboy Buzz, and he said he was not very Fanboy impressed Buzz. with it.
2: It's not greatly impressed. I'm, I'm it's not, I agree, it's not greatly impressive. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from the guys over at Gajillion Games because they did War Thunder and um, Star Conflict, which are amazing free to play games. Okay. If- War Thunder is like World War Two fighter pilots. By the way, it's amazing. Okay, that could be cool. And Star Conflict is uh, the same general concept, but it's uh, space and whatnot. So, so if you, it depends on if you want World War Two or sci-fi spacey shooting games. Um, but those are both quite amazing games and free. So I was expecting a lot out of this, and it's not doesn't quite live up to their other titles. Um, but it is a Marvel game in which you can play Marvel Heroes with other people and beat up people. That's what it is, and that's what I expected it to be. It's not great, it's not groundbreaking, but it's fun. Is Did you ever play the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games? Is it similar to that? It is kind of similar to that, but not quite as awesome. Okay, because I love
0: Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and then before that was, was X-Men Legends, I think, was the original series that started uh, all that.
2: Marvel Ultimate Alliance was amazing, just because of, like... Deadpool Some of the lines. Yes, yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> now I'm better doing whatever it is Wolverine does. Go me. <laughs> uh,
0: I got one more thing on gaming. I was going to ignore most of the Xbox One stuff unless you guys really wanted to get into it because I don't it's care the that much. Xbone. The x There. Those of you guys know that Adahan and I both love Telltale Games, the Walking Dead
2: video you game. Don't need to basically... Finish it, you little bitch.
0: I do. But there is a rumor that the new one is coming out. That something has showed up called the 400 Days DLC in the Steam database. So we should be getting either the sequel or an expansion to it. And then Telltale then posted three vines on Twitter with Walking
2: Dead content related to it.
1: I should finish that game as well. Yeah. Excuse me, there's four now.
2: Season two is going to be what's going to pop around. Um, yeah, is this the I game see... that had
3: you guys just like totally... Yes. Emotionally yeah. invested?
2: It's
0: a choose your own adventure game basically. Yeah. Most of your what you do comes around making choices yeah. and finding things in the environment. There's not like a lot of shooting or fighting and stuff, but you just get so sucked into the story and you start to care about some of the characters so much that I I, I kid you not guys, there was this decision I had to make that had me in tears. <laughs> what happened to that at the end?
2: That's why I'm afraid
0: to finish the game.
2: <laughs> you need to finish it. Do it. I have do to finish it. Do it tonight.
0: It's nope. on the list. It might not be tonight, because Falling Skies comes back tonight. I was going to ask, Does anybody watch that show? Because yes. I've heard good things, but I've never watched it. Seasons 1 and 2 are on Amazon Prime streaming, if anyone wants to watch them. I don't know anything about it. It is awesome. Spielberg executive produces and does some of the uh, high-level planning for it. It's basically alien invasion on Earth, and it's the resistance fighting back. But it's It's much better than just that. That's the basic premise, and there's all sorts of little subplots, and it's cool. I really like Falling Skies. On that note, though, since we're starting to talk about what we're getting into, why don't we wrap up the show with our traditional bit of what I'm into. It's that special time where we tell you what we're doing this week. For those listening to the first time, basically this is our chance on all things Good Nerdy to tell you what comics we're reading, games we're playing, books we're reading, TV shows we're watching, anything like that to try and maybe convince you or get some new converts to these things that we really enjoy. So hey. we'll, just go, we'll go around the panel. We'll start with uh, Atahe. What are you into? What are you getting into?
2: Um, stuff <laughs> and junk? Uh, no, for the, for the most part, I've been playing... I, I started playing Warframe. Uh, it's a free-to-play game on Steam. Okay. Third-person shooter kind of thing. Um, it's actually not too bad. I've been playing a lot of Awesome knots. Um, it's available in the current Humble Bundle also quite amazing, and I've got addicted to a game called Knights of Pen and Paper um, for my Android device that cost a whopping $2, and uh, it's quite amazing. That game is also coming to PC, though, uh, on Steam, which will be Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Edition. Um, so if you don't have a Android device, it might be on an iPhone, but no one really gives a shit about those. <laughs> Of course, reading comics. X-Men, Deadpool, Avengers. Um, and I went to see... Uh, what was it? What was the name of that movie? Uh, now, now You See, you see Me, Me? Uh, by the way. Come on, Hulk and, and Alfred in the same movie.
0: And Kick-Ass... No, it's not Kick-Ass. Never mind.
2: But it's amazing. Go see it. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it now. Because it's a great Dude, movie. Jesse Eisenberg's a douche. <laughs> yes. Pretty then much. Go see the movie.
1: Well, in in the, in the real life too he I just saw an interview with him and he was like making fun of the interview and being total dick to her she's like 13 years old sorry
0: random go team? yeah I'll go next myself I've been caught up on a bunch of video games because I went to GameStop and bought a bunch of El Cheapo Xbox games that I hadn't played I think the most expensive one was 12 bucks so I've been playing Overlord which I got for like 5 bucks awesome game been playing uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution also enjoying that one uh, on iOS. I just picked up Star Command for a whopping two dollars, which is basically like a, a ship, a starship battle slash RPG kind of combo. Really fun, and I'm getting psyched because Falling Skies comes back on TV tonight, and I've been waiting for that forever. Did
2: you say awesome Overlord? TV show, Overlord, the original one. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I just I was like, that sounds familiar. I have Overlord, Overlord two, and Overlord: Raising Hell on Steam that I've never installed. Overlord's really fun. I haven't played the sequels. I played the demo years and years
0: ago, but I'd forgotten about it. There's a reason why I was like five bucks at GameStop.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the bulk of what I've been getting into. Oh, I did also did watch The Rock's new TV show. Did you watch it, Adahe? I don't have cable. Oh, that's right. You know, they might stream it on TNT's website, but he has a show called The Hero, hero where he's trying yeah. to find a hero. It was kind of cheesy, but The Rock basically cut promos the entire time, so it made me
2: laugh.
1: Now I have horrible, horrible songs stuck in my head. Isn't
2: he uh, filming uh, Hercules now? He's filming Hercules right now. Yeah, this TV show was pre-recorded
0: quite a while ago, I imagine. Yeah, he's doing Hercules, I believe. So I'll go next. Naki, how about yourself? What are you getting into? What are you into? Um,
1: let's see. Uh, I just I have started writing a column on GunnaGeek, gunnageek.com, called uh, Quips from a Clerk. Where I am talking about different comics and what you can do, what you can do to introduce people to comics. Uh, this week I wrote about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Transformers comic. Um, see, I'm obviously reading Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Lock and Key came out this week, so I've been reading that.
0: Um, Those are all IDW books, aren't they?
1: They are. I have a thing for independence. <laughs> um, also came out last week was The Wake which is uh, Jurassic Park with whales. Ooh. Um, and it's Scott Snyder writing. Um,
0: That's right. Superman Unchained comes out, or Unleashed yep. Order comes out this week, too. Another Snyder Super- book.
1: Superman Unchained. Unchained comes comes out this week. Batman Superman comes out in a couple weeks, and then Batman Year One is after that. And then... Um, what else have I been doing? I've been sketching a whole lot. I've been putting some of them up on my Twitter, some on my Tumblr. Um... A lot of, uh, 80s, 1987s, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm working on Splinter right now. And, um, mm-hmm. trying to think if I'm doing anything else. Uh, Zombie Seinfeld is a live show, or actual, like, stage show that I'm in at goes on stage this Friday, uh, at Gorilla Tango Theater in Skokie, Illinois, so cool. if you are in the area... You can come watch the zombie apocalypse happen to the Seinfeld cast. So, I'm a zombie. an
0: apocalypse about nothing, right? It's There's an a apocalypse show about, about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll wrap up with our guest host this week. Sean, how about yourself? What are you into? What are you getting into?
3: Oh, dude, it's been all comics, man. Nice. Um, still coloring for Greyhaven. I just finished coloring the first issue of Monkey Squad 1, which is... We're trying to get uh, hooked up on Comicsology. shortly. Uh, Reading-wise, um, going through uh, the Before Watchmen series, I collected them all but hadn't touched them, so now I'm going back-to-back back with that. Uh, Superior Spider-Man I just finished reading, which is dope, Chris. Yeah, It's dope.
0: <laughs> um, what else is
3: in there? Uh, Everyone's allowed revi- to be wrong about something
0: in life, I guess.
3: <laughs> revi- revivals in there. I think I got uh the Marvel Comics presents Wolverines in there, and Punk Rock Jesus is mixed in there. So I'm going to be reading all of, all of those series mixed in with before Watchmen. So I got about 70 books in front of me.
0: I've only read a little bit of Punk Rock Jesus, but I really enjoyed that one because it was really weird but fun. And you and I were talking about it on Twitter earlier, as well. People should really check out uh, Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman. He's got Greg Capullo on right now, or Capullo on there right now. <sighs> yeah, and, like he have is. Have you a finished fan- the first episode yet? I haven't. I'm only about a half hour in, but he's a fantastic interview. <laughs> yeah, didn't that didn't that half hour seem like ten minutes? Yeah, it it yeah. is fantastic. Anyone, I mean, I love the Fat Man on Batman podcast. But this is my favorite one so far because they both can just talk.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think this is the least I've heard Kevin Smith talk ever. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's great and I can't wait for next week's. And I I hope there's one after that and one after that cuz it seems like you'll need it just for all the stories that they can tell.
0: Yeah, I think so. I want to go to a con and be able to meet Greg Capullo. That's all I know right now after having heard him talk on all this stuff. I'd wanted to see him just cuz of his artwork, but now just cuz the way he talks I'm like damn, this guy's awesome. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think awesome. he'll be at New York. That's- I, thought, I yeah.
1: might have to
3: go. Oh well, I might have met him uh, at Fan Expo last year.
0: Oh yeah, Bad. I'm jealous. Third I line. love his artwork too.
3: and if you go, if I think he does, uh, I think he's still doing like free prints for the first like 200 people in line. So if, you, if you're going cool.
0: to a con forum, get in line for him. Anthony also in the chat room says that uh, Potato Waste is right, Chris is wrong. Superior Spider-Man rocks. Stegman and Slot kick ass. Stegman is awesome. I don't disagree. <laughs> I started reading Superior (laughs) Spider-Man. I think I'm five issues
1: in right now.
0: (laughs) I love Ryan Stegman's artwork on Spider-Man. I love his work on Scarlet Spider.
3: I just want to know what's going on. Have you been reading um, Age of Ultron?
0: Yes. What the hell's going on I'm an issue behind right now, but... Because there's
3: a a... Time in their crossover with Superior Spider-Man where like in issue 5 it's like you know regular city and the, then it goes to the crossover and it's the whole world's like pretty much destroyed and then back to the next issue it's like all nice again
0: like what? Because that was the, the Superior Spider-Man AU they yeah, put it the Al- on it. so it, it pushed over to the Age of Ultron universe for an issue before coming back into what their current continuity is I guess. Uh,
1: Age of it's Ultron no is, is, is time travel based um, it's, I can't get it, I don't like time travel in comics, I've come to realize. I just don't get it. It's and time
0: travel and, like, alternate realities being created out of time yeah. travel. One of the rumors is they're going to use this to, to rumor, to push the Ultimate and the 616 universe together.
1: Well, they're bringing Angela in the next issue, because uh, it's only ten issues long. But so Angela's
0: 10, Yeah. Which, in a flashback to the 90s, will be polybagged
1: polybagged, and apparently Angela from Spawn is somehow going to make some sort of intro into it.
0: Yeah, that's what they've announced um, for a while now, because Kasada's been showing off all his different concept art for Angela on Twitter.
1: I don't understand how she has anything to do with anything that is happening.
0: <laughs> they wanted to give a giant middle finger to McFarlane, basically, by taking one of his characters, and that was the one they could get, is what I honestly think. Pretty much. I don't know. I, I'm talking out my ass a little bit. I don't know for sure, but it is I what it can't. is.
1: You should see me trying to sell Age of Ultron because I'm like sitting so, there like, yeah, that's time travel because they want to kill Hank Pym and it only kind of makes sense. It really doesn't make any sense because this was actually supposed to be published like two years ago, but they just did it now, so...
0: That's part of the reason why they did the Superior Spider-Man AU book to be able to establish it was actually Auk as Spider-Man still, not Peter Parker, because Age of Ultron number one, or whatever book Peter shows up in, or excuse me, Spider-Man shows up in, he doesn't act like Auk Spider-Man at all. Because yeah. Bendis had already written it, but that's neither here nor there. I, I've been enjoying Age of Ultron, but I'm behind, so I might not be enjoying it as much when I catch up. How about that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, yeah, So if you're reading Superior Spider-Man, skip it.
0: The the a the only Age of Ultron tie-in for Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, you can skip that. No yeah, problem. Ow. for sure. The ow. The ow. They did a Fantastic Four <laughs> one also that I never read. There's but. one for all new X-Men,
1: Avengers. Uh, uh, Wolverine and the X Men.
0: Wolverine and the X Men one was kind of interesting, I thought.
1: Um, yeah, there. It's it's a Marvel event. It's all going to be in all the books. So
0: they haven't been as bad this time as they were with other things with their well, crossover. Let's have, be honest.
1: We have the next big event. They've already been hyping up for
0: Infinity. Uh, yeah, that was and the and first comic special.
1: Books. Well, we got it's Thanos, so of course they're gonna.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked for that. If only for the fact that A. Granov is drawing the covers for Infinity.
1: I actually started reading the the Infinity War um, trilogy because it's Infinity War, Infinity Gaunt- Infinity Gauntlet, and Infinity or Infinity Crusade, and uh, it's actually a pretty badass story. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's I just been
0: years since I read them.
1: Yeah, it's. I just uh, really wish Marvel would quit with these giant fucking things. Because I don't want oh. to buy 90 books.
0: They're all doing them, because is just about to start Trinity War. Yeah. Or Trinity, I can't remember what it's called.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, I have I a hard time Trinity selling them.
0: I don't know, I don't read much in DC outside of my Batman books.
3: And the Trinity War is really supposed to be just about uh, bringing what's-her-name into it now, isn't it?
0: Pandora and two other people, I think.
3: Yeah, like, they should have done that with the hype right off the bat.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think they are trying to do their world building and not focus on how it all happened. And now they've figured out the worlds are built, we can start talking more about how this actually happened. Yeah,
3: now that everyone's forgot about her.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because she was only in the first issues and then went away forever. Yeah. But looking at the time now, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, quick reminder, guys, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy. And if you want to hit us up and leave us some questions or some comments or some feedback, feel free to call the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We put a nice little widget on the front page of the website. You can click the Call Me button there, and Google will connect your phone to leave us a voicemail. We're making things very simple for you. Which means Uh, you
1: should totally call us. That Hint, hint, nudge, 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 wink, wink. wink.
0: Uh, Big thanks to Sean for joining us today. Do you have anything you why don't you tell people where they can find you on Twitter on the internet things like that we've got to do that at the top of the show
3: see new Tumblr page which is just uh, potato waste you know the 3 com and the
0: same potato waste on Twitter as always sounds good
1: you can find right. them on Tabletop
0: Bebop with me thanks again for joining us today Sean and Cheers, thank, thank you, you to our peanut gallery for joining us again this week we love having you guys we love having Yay. the interaction with you we I love think, the peanut gallery unless you guys have any last thoughts that's going to wrap us up for this week Anything? Dick butts. Dick Bacon. You, go. <laughs> you got anything for us as we wrap out of here? Or are you just ready to go to bed? I got nothing. All right. Well, that wraps us up, guys. Everyone have a good week. We'll see you back next week at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central on Sunday. With the operator. With the operator for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Network. Bye, guys. Have a good week. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up to the minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash all things good and nerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304 806 ATGN and we'll get your message and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Post the link on Twitter and on Facebook so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.